We sometimes forget Israel is not totally Jewish, nor partially Muslim. Friday night, for example, crowds of secular Jews drove south from Tel Aviv for a music rave in the desert, a one-night getaway until sunrise brought an invasion. A large Buddha erected in the desert, not far from the Gaza Wall. Many of the 3,500 young people were drunk or high or both, just as the sun rose, and as rockets, followed by gunfire, intensified their confusion and terror. At least 260 bodies have been counted at that one site as Hamas fighters set out in unison from the Gaza Strip. Yesterday, Israel massing troops and armor in the south. The number count of those who died still rising. Unknown, the number of young people taken hostage, along with children, the elderly, and soldiers from elsewhere. Captives paraded through the streets and roads of Gaza. May we not forget, the Lord Jesus is our refuge. In God we trust. This is Haven Today, and a special program on Tuesday called Israel at War. I'm Charles Morris. If you missed yesterday's touching program with a pastor's wife in southern Israel, it's still on our website, haventoday.org. You might want to share it with a friend. In these next few minutes, we're going to Tel Aviv. We're meeting up with the country director of Jews for Jesus, the largest Christian ministry in Israel. Eli Birnbaum will share how the invasion has impacted his family and his team. As it was happening, there was eight hours of just complete just violence that was happening down south. And um, before anyone knew, before the news were, were reporting it, we, we already knew that there were hundreds dead. Eli Birnbaum in Tel Aviv with Jews for Jesus. He'll be joining us again in just a few minutes for more. And let me just take a moment as we begin. We've had people getting in touch with us saying, I want to help. What can I do? Well, I'd like to tell you about hope and help for Israel. We're working with Jews for Jesus, and we're sending help to displaced people. We're sending clothing, blankets, food, much-needed supplies. This is something that Jews for Jesus doesn't take lightly. They're famous and fearless with their faith. They offer New Testaments to anyone who wants to read one. They also offer to pray for those who need prayer. So after this program, I want to invite you to send your gift to Hope and Help for Israel. You need to visit our website, pray about what you can send, 50, 500, 5,000, dollar for dollar. It'll go straight to Jews for Jesus, and we'll get it to them very quickly. We're wiring the money straight to Israel. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Or you can call us, and our phone number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Tell us how much you want to send to Israel, how much you want to give to Haven today. We'll make sure that they're separate. Dollar for dollar, your gift to Israel will go to Israel. Let's open the program now with Shane and Shane, Christ our hope in life and death. What is our hope in life and death? Christ alone, Christ alone. What is our hope? That our souls to Him belong Who holds our days within His hand What comes apart 
This is Saving Today, and we're going back to Israel, southern Israel. We're going to Tel Aviv. Eli Birnbaum is with us, joining us from Jews for Jesus. He's the country director. It's the largest location of Jews for Jesus in the world. Uh, Eli, you're the new director. We haven't had you on before, but welcome to Haven Today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, this is uh, quite a time to be speaking from Israel, so 
I'm really happy to be with you guys. Well, and and certainly when just a couple of weeks ago, we had one of your colleagues on Rich Robinson talking about Yom Kippur. And here we had Sukkot just in. And then Saturday, Shabbat, Holy Day, the war starts. Let's start by talking about how your team has been impacted by this war, and then we'll move out from there. Yeah, well, I think I can start personally. I woke up at uh, 6.30 in the morning or 7 in the morning hearing a siren. And usually when you hear sirens that happen in Tel Aviv, you're, you're, you're kind of prepared for it. And this was just a complete surprise. Um, I actually told my wife to keep sleeping and, you know, I'm going to figure this out. Um, but then since that morning, we've just been woken up to get all these text messages and videos and things that were happening as it was happening, there was eight hours of just complete just violence that was happening down south. And um, before anyone knew, before the news were, were reporting it, we, we already knew that there were hundreds dead. And it was just just such a morning to wake up to. And um, that was our Saturday. And, and uh, funny thing is, is I went to sleep slept very well. And knowing that, uh, you know, the next mm-hmm. day is 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 going to be the reality, the new reality that we're in. And we woke up, I think I went to sleep, there were 300 dead, we woke up, there was there was already 600 and the numbers keep climbing. Um, and so that's, mm-hmm. that was our day. Mm-hmm. That was Saturday, supposed to be a day of rejoicing and receiving the Torah was, I think, the worst day in the history of uh, the state of Israel. So you were born in New York. But you come from a lineage of Messianic Jews. You you were brought up uh, hearing about Yeshua as not really the anti-Messiah, but as the Messiah. Yeah, I grew up in in a, in a home where we we. I think when, probably when I was young, I probably was surprised that not all Jews believed in Jesus because that was it seemed to me the most Jewish thing. Uh, he was the Jewish Messiah, and and it was everything. And you know, I remember realizing that our family doesn't all believe in Jesus. And then when we came to Israel, when I moved there when I was seven, it was all of a sudden nobody believes in Jesus. And we had to go to public mm-hmm. schools. And um, I, I had, I mean, I don't know why we did this, but we hid our faith for many years. Nobody knew that we were followers of Jesus in our immediate surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's kind of how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the rest of your team. I, I think you, Jews for Jesus, you've got about 50 team members uh, in Israel with uh, in Tel Aviv. I've been to your office there in Tel Aviv, but also now you're in Jerusalem, uh, which wasn't easily done. But uh, uh, were others on your team impacted by the war, which, as we're talking, still continues even now? Yeah. Oh uh, man. Um, so just our, one of our office managers, her, her building was hit uh, in an apartment right by her building. Um, but this morning I was gathering our staff and I said, Hey, what's going on? And there were, um, they were at, in, the, in the staff meeting and we still haven't gotten all the names of all the people, but in the staff meeting, one staff was telling me that their friends went out fishing and they didn't come back. Um, all they found were their phones. Um, a, a family that they grew up with in the, in the in the church that they worship with. Their son died Saturday of fighting in Gaza. Um, I, I I I was just sitting there um, listening to the stories and and and, and I, I I nothing prepares you for this. Um, nothing prepares you to how to deal with it. Um, and so 
I don't even know how much of my staff have been impacted from this and, and how much they will be. Um, and I'm just praying to God that he will protect all those who have been drafted or going up to fight um, and that it just that God's mercy would be on them and you protect them and keep them from these situations. Where are you reading in Scripture? Uh, how are you meditating on God's word? What are you praying for right now and encouraging your team to pray? and read and meditate on. Yeah, it's, I mean, we've been reading, I read in Psalms, we've been reading different things for, for praying, for, for crying to God for help. Uh, Psalm 41 was one that kept being thrown around. But um, uh, first of all, I want to be honest. It is so hard to read the Bible and pray right now. It's just mm-hmm. it, it, like, mm-hmm. it, it is not easy. It's, I mean, I'm doing it still. Uh, I have a, but it's it's so hard because your mind just wanders. And one of the verses that I keep coming back to every time there's a undescribable conflict is First Samuel 30, when uh, King David comes back to the city, uh, and and um, he's not king yet, but he's uh, he's uh, before he's king, and he comes back to the city of Ziglag that's been burned to the ground, and the woman and the children have been taken, um, and they just cry there until they have no strength to cry. Um, and mm. the people are so destroyed. Mm. They want to destroy their leader, the only one who can help them in that situation. And then it says, and David strengthened himself in God. And that's what we, we have to try to do because we, immediately our mind thinks, what do we need to do? How do we solve it? Uh, what, what do we do? And, and really we, we, we need God's strength in this situation. We need his wisdom. So uh, this is not the first time I've turned to, to, to this uh, chapter during a conflict. Um, but it's also the first time where I read this, the, the chapter and I was, it was so eerily similar, similar to what's happening. And I'm just was thinking to myself, Oh God, cause it's, it says God said there that all the children and women would be returned. And hmm. knowing the situation, I know Shy of a miracle, that won't happen now. But that's my prayer. And my prayer is that uh, people would be returned to safety. And to be honest, that I don't want anyone on any side to die anymore in this fight. Uh, this is not my mm-hmm. desire. My heart is just to see God's peace uh, come through the situation. But aware of the fact that um, you know David had to go back and fight and 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 correct what was done wrong. Um, and uh, this is. Uh, this is this is our reality. So that's really that chapter again and again that I go back to um, in times of war and conflict. Get, that David would strengthen in, in God, and yeah, that's as a mm. as leading a big mm. team. It's also what I need to do because now, how do we minister in this time? Mm. Your ministry objective at Jews for Jesus, of course, is 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 to lead Jews to meet Yeshua. Um, Muslims need Jesus as well. How how do you wrestle with that? How do you think through that, Ellie? Well, I think the it's it, it's I think for me, and I don't think uh, you know I grew up here, and I grew up in a in a society at times where we had um, we had terrorist attacks, buses blowing up. We were terrified, and you kind of um, you you create this callousness of uh, of 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 hate. Uh, is very easily developed because you feel threatened. Um, but that's where you have to push back with love 
you have to push back with a desire that God can change people and to bring them to that they need Jesus. And for me, I think I have to be honest as an evangelist, uh, these evil actions of Hamas show me how much each human needs Jesus. Uh, this is what godlessness looks like. This is what uh, mm-hmm. is what it looks like. And it's not meeting it with more godlessness. Maybe that's what we need to do for a moment, but it is not the solution and it's not what's going to change and uproot evil. You need uh, something big. And, and here we have something that we can say, hey, this was wrong. But how do we make it right? And I don't think we make it right just by fighting back. We make it right by speaking truth and love and saying there was, there is someone who suffered this type of violence. Uh, he was dragged like these people were dragged. He was taken to the cross uh, by the oppressors of this world to win it by dying and by paying the price. And his resurrection gives us the hope uh, for anyone, it means that he will set things right, that it will be a better place, and that we will live in peace with Arab and Jew uh, under the reign of the mm. of the Prince of mm. Peace. I mean, that's what I hope for in these days. It's the only thing I can hope for. Uh, I'm not uh, naive to think that we won't have to uh, go to war or fight back or all those things, um, but I'm not putting my hope in the military or in the army or in temporary solutions, but I'm looking for Jesus and for how he can bring it back. And I think as a follower of Jesus, especially in Israel at this moment, you have to fight hard with your heart to remain compassionate and full of love and really uh, be, for, for our enemies. Uh, Jesus said to love your enemies. And this is, this, is, this is the moment where the enemies are very clear. And how do we love them? And, and that's, that's, that's something that starts with our hearts and with our desires. And got to be honest. I desire to see Gaza free uh, and and with people. There's Christians in Gaza, they suffer and they're suffering so much. Um, And and, and how can they witness in these moments? What hope are they bringing to the people around them? I don't know. I can only pray for them and and, and give hope that, that, that God is with them. And I know he's with them at these moments, but hope that God uh, will just sustain them and strengthen them. Um, They have, incredible pressure that they're going through and hey i I hope a revival comes from this on both sides um that more people turn Mm -hmm. to jesus that's that's my hope i I, yes i just hope that that this will bring something that we can't even you know it's uh, hard for me to believe that such a violent act could happen but it's also hard for me to believe that from this so many can turn to jesus but that's my hope that's the power of the gospel and that's what i want anyone out there praying just pray for the peace pray for protection but pray that people would turn to jesus because he's the solution uh, again and again um, and it's so evident to me today more than ever hmm. this question i ask everybody uh, that we have on our program uh, what does jesus what does yeshua mean to you personally what does jesus mean to me personally i i think um I, I prayed to accept Jesus when I was four years old. And the immense richness of our Savior is something that you discover for a lifetime. Um, and I can share personally with something that I was, I've was i been personally going through in the last, last few years. And this is not connected to the conflict or for anything, but 
it was something that really transformed my view of, of Jesus and the gospel. Um, for some reason, I had a lot of people around me who were saying things that I thought were not true about me. They were saying things that, you know, I was malicious, dishonest, all these things that I just felt and knew and knew in my heart they weren't true. But then I realized how much um, my reputation meant to me um, and how much I cared because not uh, that people would know the real me and, and they would know my reputation. And I, I just couldn't handle the criticism. And I remember in a time of prayer, uh, I just realized uh, something. And, you know, I've been preacher of the gospel for many years, 38 years old. I, I don't know how long I've been preaching the gospel. And then I just realized that uh, I realized something or, or in some way God was speaking to me. He's like, when it says that you're wearing the, the, the um, you're clo- I'm clothing you with my righteousness. That means my reputation, the reputation of Jesus is all that matters. And you can now wear his reputation. And it doesn't matter what people think about mm. it. Doesn't, your reputation does not matter whether it's true or right. My reputation is all that mm. matters. And to think to the fact that me, I am wearing uh, the reputation of the most reputable, famous, peaceful, loving person is the reputation that I get to wear, that I get to walk around with. And that's all that matters is just something that I'm still, I cannot fathom that I'm living life in such a blessing and such, such, uh, such glory in that. And that just helps me withstand so many things. So that's a personal thing that I've just been going through lately. And it's really uh, transformed my heart to just not, not that I don't Mm. care about truth or what people say, but to just, you know, be able to, to, to be at peace uh, with what people think of me. I think that that's, um, you know, when you're in leadership and you're leading, it's so hard. But uh, knowing that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to wear his righteousness, that means I'm supposed to believe that all that matters is him is just something that I've I've been delighting in, in my Savior uh, in, 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 this, in this period of time. Thank you for sharing that. Ellie Birnbaum, leading Jews for Jesus in Israel. Uh, this invasion, this war is not going to be over anytime soon. And the whole Middle East uh, is getting stirred up now as a result of this war and whatever action Israel is going to take. Um, Thank you for sharing spiritually. Would you lead us and all of our listeners in prayer right now? Yes. Heavenly Father, today as in all days, we turn to you. Uh, You've adopted us uh, through the work of Jesus on the cross. And Lord, we thank you for who you are. And we just ask that in a time like this, your kingdom would come, that people would know you, that through these, this violence and this, these moments, that Jesus would be the answer. Oh God, where else can we go? For you have the words of life. We ask that you would uh, bring... Um, your gospel use us lord use the ministry of Jews for jesus during this time to preach your word um, and to minister to people and to heal hearts uh, but lord we ask that you would pour out your spirit in israel in gaza and the palestinian authority and all of the middle east that more would come to know you during this time we thank you for the work of yeshua the work of jesus and we long for your return amen amen
Ellie Birnbaum, uh, head of Jews for Jesus in Israel, thanks for joining us here on Haven today. Thank you, Charles. This is Haven Today in a special program called Israel at War. I'm Charles Morris, and I'm thankful for the time we had with Eli Birnbaum as the war continues where he lives. Jews for Jesus is the largest Christian ministry in Israel. Who better to be helping in the name of Jesus? You can make a difference by getting in touch with us right now. You can send help through our program called Help and Hope for Israel which we will forward to Jews for Jesus in Israel. What are they doing? Well, displaced Israelis need blankets, towels, clothing, toiletries. These missionaries with Jews for Jesus don't hide who they are. If open to it, they hand out New Testaments. They offer to pray for those affected. They even share their faith in Jesus. We've had people already contact us. What can I do to help Israel? Well, this is the way. Dollar for dollar, no handling fees. We'll send your aid quickly through Help and Hope for Israel. 50, 500, 5,000, pray about what the Lord wants you to send as this war is not over. This is not something to delay over. Would you call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN? 800-65-HAVEN. Tell us how much you want to send for Israel and how much for Haven today. We'll honor your wishes. Or go to our website and make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. And Ellie Birnbaum of Jews for Jesus Israel. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again together, we'll share the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. We just saw the death and funeral of a monarch in the United Kingdom. Queen Elizabeth II has gone to be with her Savior, and King Charles III has taken over. But we know that just because someone becomes a ruler doesn't mean they're worthy of that position. But really, that's exactly what we need a leader who is worthy, and that's what we get in Jesus Christ. Remember these words from Revelation 5? Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. He is worthy to rule over all things. Why? Because he lived and died and rose again to save a people for God's great name. What a Savior. Get started with Anchor Devotional today. Visit GetAnchor.com.